Hello everybody, this is uh, Ramon Chavron and this is Boots and this is the Dos Pistoleros podcast. Welcome back everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed the fight last Saturday. I know I did. I it was, was a big one. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I was obviously going for Fury and uh, I was really pleased with the outcome. Um, that being said, I wasn't really expecting the type of performance that you know, I saw, I, I was kind of expecting it to go a little bit longer, uh, you know, see maybe the same sort of scenario where, where Wilder knocks Fury down, but I, I was not expecting the Fury to, to dominate Wilder the way he did, but I, I didn't mind it at all, I'll tell you that much. I don't know, Mike, <laughs> I felt that uh, it was either going to be, there's going to be a knockout, or it's going to go the distance again. Once right. he had him dropped into third, in the fourth round, I wish somebody was here because I was like... You know, Wilder's still dangerous. He's still got that punch, which is, you know, in the boxing game, it's always somebody could get lucky with the punch. I mean, look at Rockman Lewis. Yeah. You know, and so I was thinking in the fourth round, I was like, oh, man, sixth round, probably go six. And then for some reason, I was like, well, I'm, I'm kind of called seven. I think I'm going to say seven. And I was like, I told it to my dog. She was the only one here with me. <laughs> and so, and then when they stopped in this, I when they... Because there was some delay between the sixth and seventh round. I was like, what's going on? And that kind of gave Wilder a little extra breather when he yeah. delayed to come out and they had to hold everybody back. While how do you, how do you, that's how do you feel about Kenny Bayless? How he, how, how he officiated and, that? Yeah. And he's a good official. I think so too. But there was something different about this fight. I think had it been reversed, I don't think Tyson gets those benefits. Yeah, you know, I think I think he probably would have called the fight into the fifth, into the sixth, easily. Yeah, and I don't think there's a point deduction for. I mean, the guy was trying to finish the fight, and there was a lot. There was one time when he said stop, and then Wilder almost punched, almost hit him. He moved back and then just said box out of it. And I was, I kind of was like <laughs> mad. I was like, you just deducted a point for you. You said tap as Fury was yeah. throwing uppercut, and then you deducted a point. Right at a critical time where Wilder was hurt, he was getting ready to fall. I mean, he looked like him. He was stumbling around the ring. But he gave him almost another, what, 10, basically a 10-second count. He got a 10-second breather yeah. by deducting the point. And I was like, man, you're giving Wilder. Wilder had a lot of chances to recuperate, which goes and says a lot for what Tyson did, how bad he hurt him. I got the feeling a lot during the fight that Bayless... You know, whenever Wilder and Fury would tie up, if, if Fury had the advantage in the clinch, which was 90% of the clinches, yeah. obviously Fury's amazing boxer in the clinch. Um, you know how Wilder, to box. Oh, absolutely. But uh, I kind of got the feeling that if Fury had the advantage in the clinch, Bayless would break it up. And if Wilder started to get the advantage in the clinch, Bayless would go, box out, <coughs> box out of it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe... I, I don't see a whole lot of fights where I'm real one-sided with uh, who I want to win. I was really wanting uh, Fury to win this fight. Um, That's how I was. I just, it's just like you said, not before. that I don't want to see the belts in the hands of an American because I do. It's just as a boxing fan, such a beautiful sport. I just, it's hard for me to to support a guy like Wilder who. Just kind of ugly, one trick pony kind of thing. Like, yeah, you want you want a proper boxer to be the champ. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I'm gonna sound like the biggest hater in the world right now for saying that. I but think it's we just, both sound like it actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it, it, the reason why I say it is because I just don't. It's a personality. It's a character issue with with Wilder. I think that he doesn't really put the amount of of self criticism into the game that other fighters do. There have been cocky right. fighters all throughout history. Uh, look at McGregor. He's one of the cockiest fighters out there. Oh, yeah. So self-critical. So so self-aware. And that's the reason why he's continuing to, to up his game and, and become a better fighter. I'm not a fan of the guy, but right. I will give him well, that. And there are other cocky fighters that I feel are that way, but they do have that really ne- necessary character trait, I think, of, of being self-critical you know being I mean? able to even guys that aren't cocky like anthony joshua in the first fight you know like i think i said before uh wilder and joshua did not know how to fight in the clinch they didn't know the dirty boxing you could see it on joshua's face when when i would Ruiz say was wilder's hitting. a little better at it yeah than the little the joshua was than joshua I mean, was now because you could 
the fight, you see the surprise on his face. Like, like, like you just got the ref. Like, what, were you letting him do this? Why are you letting him punch me right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, it's called boxing. You can punch like that. Yeah. Whereas in part two, in the rematch, he adjusted, did the overhooks to prevent the, the dirty boxing. Yeah. Used his, his height to lift him a little bit so he couldn't get power. Yeah. I mean, he, he did what a champion does. He was critical, saw his flaws, and adjusted and worked on it. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't see that with Waller. I mean, he should have adjusted from the first fight. I mean, you can't you can't be so blinded by your own ego. Your own ego to think that you won that first fight because you floored him. I put him on the ground twice, and that was his whole argument. I was standing over you. I was standing. Over you. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was it. You didn't do anything the rest of the fight. Like, if it wasn't for those two knockdowns, you wouldn't have gotten the draw. Oh yeah. You know. Well, you never know. Vegas. Vegas is pretty shady these days. I mean, look at the, and it, it, it seeped into the MMA. If you even look at the, uh, the John Jones fight, where everybody oh, was yeah. that ridiculous. was disappointing. Yeah, like that was a, he should have lost that fight. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I mean, it's it's, and that's what's sad about both sports, more boxing than MMA. MMA is kind of coming into it now. You can see a little yeah. bit, but it's 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 hard to say like, oh, this was a good fight. That guy, he won. And then all of a sudden you get a a, what, a 10-2 scorecard like the yeah. Canelo uh, that Triple G, yeah, that that made it a draw. Like had that that was not a 10-2. Triple G had won that fight versus we talked about part two where that was more of a draw than the first one. Yeah. So it's 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 scary. And I'm glad Tyson and he even said himself, I'm not letting it go to the scorecards. Right. Because you don't. He said, I already was robbed once. I'm not going to go to the scorecards. It almost seemed like it could have started uh, going that way with the point deduction. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was almost with. Did you get a little tinge of fear that this was going to be a disqualification or something? That's what I was thinking. That was like so. Yeah. I I was like, if that happens, I'm going to be irate, man. Because he essentially wiped away his his knockdown in the fifth, which was a beautiful body shot. Right. He was backing out. I mean, it was. You could. Right in the gut, dropped him. Then it was taken away by the point deduction. Yeah. And the same round, like he yeah. hurt the guy. When have you ever been like, "Hey, I'm trying to finish the fight." Nope. Point. What? Yeah. <laughs> like it was. He almost got penalized for being too aggressive. You know. It was, Both guys were were throwing after the after the uh, ref called stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's kind of a little bit one-sided to deduct a point from Fury just based on the way that Wilder was also... You know, both guys were fighting after the bell, too. Oh, yeah. It was, it was getting was... pretty vicious in there. Because they're both competitors, and with the amount of trash they talked, yeah. they had they had something to, to prove. There was a lot of and backup in this one. Yeah, it was badly enough. Probably more from more so from Fury than, than from Wilder. But I thought Fury handled himself like a like a true champion. I thought after he was fight, humbled yeah. himself after the fight. I, you know, it doesn't bother me when a guy talks trash leading up to a fight. There's some and, things you still got, you know. Yeah. I think there's some things that that can't be touched on, you know, right. like with the Khabib and and McGregor, like the religion I guess, thing. Uh, yeah, that's a little touchy, I guess. I, you know, it Family. it does bother me, but it doesn't bother me that it happens just because I understand that some of it's intentional. Floyd Mayweather was one of the best self-promoters in the history of fighting sports, combat sports, period. You know, bar none. That is one thing I will give him credit for. I will say he was probably the best ever. He was able to He was hype. He was a good bad guy. Yeah, I mean, he, people couldn't wait to watch him fight. People who hated him couldn't wait to watch him Because you wanted to watch him get knocked out. And, and that's, that's what the Vegas... real money is. Yeah. Exactly, that's what makes Vegas. Yeah, so I understand that it happens and stuff like that. It doesn't bother me when a guy talks trash leading up to a fight. And wins as long as he's humble afterwards. As long as the other guy stays quiet, you know, as long as he's humble afterwards. It doesn't even bother me when a guy's quiet leading up to a fight and the other guy's talking trash and then the quiet guy knocks the guy out and then the quiet guy showboats. We've bit. seen that with Jorge Masvidal in that. that you know, ben Askren, yeah. Yeah. And, and he said it best. He said, you know, what this guy's allowed to say whatever he wants leading up to the fight, but I'm not allowed to do a little bit of showboating afterwards. You know, it's yeah. ridiculous. Where I come from... You talk like that. This is what happens to yeah, you. Yeah, you, know you, I mean? you you get if you're gonna be this big talker, and because since you lost, that isn't you know a quite for me to be. Oh, he you know he was talking trash, so I better be humbled. Like, and that know, doesn't even bother me either. When when he should when be able to rub it in the his whole face. Time, yeah, what does bother me is when a guy 
talks trash to a quiet guy the whole time, knocks the quiet guy out, and then still showboats and ruts in, in his face. You know that's who was... irritating to me. From Adrian... any fighter, even if it was my favorite fighter, it would piss me off. Adrian Broner was kind of like that. Yeah, because he, he was so amped to be the next floor. He was calm to the next floor. He didn't care. He he rubbed him. There was a fight with uh, Pauly Malignaggi. Yeah, Pauly Malignaggi. Can't say his name. But they had a side bet over side chicks, of course. You know, and, and Broner rubbed it in his face and set it on, on camera. And Malinaji, he's all, you know, bruised and I almost swollen shut. Yeah. Why Why are you saying that? Like, basically, why are you putting that on blast, dude? You already won the fight. I'm going to honor the bet, but you don't need to put it on blast. See, that's what... And that's yeah. that's why a lot of people don't like Broner. Just because he, he he's a type of person that'll rub it in your face. Like, dude, okay, you beat the guy. You said what you're going to do, you beat him. You don't need to, to tell him, like, hey, I beat you. Like, I I was there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, I get where you're coming from. That's, uh... But I think there's some points you can't touch on, like, family. I mean, unless, it's hard to say because sometimes there is true blood, bad blood there. Like the uh, De La Hoya and... Uh, Mayorga. Mayorga. You know, yeah. he, there was... And even, even De La Hoya and Vargas, too. There was some bad blood there, too. But you've seen De La Hoya after the fact, and I'm not a big fan of De La Hoya, Neither but you've seen him but after he the fact, himself. he was humble. And, and even before the fights, he, he, he yeah. said he he fired back in a professional manner. He said some stuff, but not not like somebody who yeah. really should have been mad. He should have been mad. Mayorga was saying some it's bad stuff. It's hard when you win a fight, you get that burst of adrenaline. That you know what I mean, especially when a guy's been trash talking you the you whole way up. Shut his mouth. Yeah, and and you know it's kind of like a Khabib Nurmagomedov. Mm, uh, they after yeah, you know I think he I can't blame so him. fired up because he was the the quiet guy <laughs> leading all the way up to the fight, and then when he finally knocked him out, I mean, or you know tapped him out, he just you know that adrenaline took over his body and and so, McGregor and them were still talking too. Right. So but, you know I I, I get so, that adrenaline and them talking. You can't blame the guy. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 to your point, you know, like the guy was quiet, he won the fight, yet you're still talking. Yeah. Like you you dude, you you lost. He you took, yeah, he took it too far, but what I, I will think, say is understandably so. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like the you shouldn't have did it, but I understand. But so, I understand kind yeah, of deal. Yeah. The, the old Chris Rock <laughs> the, the OJ pit where he's like <laughs> no, I ain't saying he should have did it, but I understand. But I understand, yeah. <laughs> you know, you make thirty million, your wife one half, fifteen million, that's not bad. You're not starving. Right. But you make thirty thousand and she won half, that girl gotta die. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> so I ain't saying OJ should have did it, but I understand. Yeah. That's such a funny bit. So like I get I mean, you know, you beat the guy, you you expect them to be humble to okay, stop talking. But when they keep talking and you already got that adrenaline pumping and pushing. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get mad. Especially when you're talking about his father and his religion, which he's very passionate about both those things, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't... I mean, I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing. Oh, Because there's a 99% yeah. chance I would. I'd yeah. hop that fence too. And, like, I just knocked him out. And what do you think's going to happen to you? Right. I just choked him out. You're going to get knocked out. But, you know, we uh, had, had uh, Wilder... Put up a little bit better showing in this fight. Uh, I think I would respect him more after the fact. I'm not really... I wasn't a fan of him before this fight. And I'm still not a big fan of his. I, Especially, like, the comments about, you know, wanting to fire the trainer and stuff the like trainer that. Trying to do the belt in, yeah. yeah. And you had mentioned to me earlier about that's a result of him being surrounded by yes men yeah because the, the yeah, hype type. if they're not of his same mindset then he just doesn't want them you know what i mean that's bad and that's, that's bad for business yeah that's bad for a fighter because then you you don't have the humility to have people around you who are critical of you and and allow that to help you grow yeah so oh, yeah without a doubt yeah you you're blinded by your success. And then when you got those people just sitting there saying, hey, man, hey, man. The, I was talking about the mentality of it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you had said long, long, for the longest I've known you about this fighter that when you have a, a longevity of a record of the 40, 41, 0 and 1 with 40 knockouts, but people are still saying, hey, man, you, you got holes in your game. You, don't, you can't do this. You can't do that. Like, at what point do you start listening? Like, hey, maybe they got a point. 
Yeah, at what point do you stop calling them haters and go, you know, I wonder if maybe I should fine-tune some of these other little areas, you know? Yeah. Maybe maybe if I'm backing up in a fight against Fury, I should probably pop him with a couple of jabs in the in the process. That something. was... Oh, how do you not throw To jabs? see a guy back up and not use his jab? At 6'7". Um, yeah, absolutely flabbergasted. But, dude, I think I'd have a heart attack if I ever seen Deontay Wilder throw a 1-3 combination, bro. I'd probably Which, die right there on the fucking floor. You'd be like, he's learning. He's learning. He's learning. <laughs> he's learning. Yes. Which, oh, you know, I mean... It might make me more of a fan of his, honestly. I think that's what it would. I, I didn't... When he first stepped on the scene, I was like, all right, you know, wasn't too, he was pretty humble to guy. He didn't get all crazy theatrical until he started getting bigger. Yeah. But it... You know, when it comes to heavyweights, everybody wants to see the knockouts. So I was like, all right, you know, I don't mind watching this guy. But as I started watching the, more of his fights, I was like, this guy doesn't, he's he, the one-trick pony. He doesn't yeah. do anything else. He's and counting on the, the haymaker. And it's disappointing to see somebody who obviously has a lot of potential. Yes. I mean, you imagine if he fine-tuned the rest of his game, this guy would be unstoppable. If he had a powerful jab, a powerful stiff left jab, and you you use that to open up the the devastating right hand. If if I seen him, you know, especially in this fight against Fury, I mean, double up on your jab. Faint the jab. Throw another jab. Throw another single jab. Do exactly what Fury did to you. Yeah. Yeah. Learn. yeah, the, the, I mean, when you got a guy coming towards you, you know. And that's the reason why I I, I thought Fury was going to win this fight. Like, and I was hoping he was going to win. But I, I almost wanted to bet on it. I was like, I, because Fury had only been at, he had been at the gym for three years, partying, addicted to coke, wanted to kill himself. Like, he was he was down in the dumps. Yeah. Came out, trained for only six months. People are like, oh, that's a lot of time. Not when you've been out of shape for three years. Yeah, not when that's you're that's hard. Trying to get back into shape, yeah. Especially at an older age. Not when when you're 20, 21, hell, 25, 28. Right. That's not too bad. It's something about that 30 threshold. When I even when I was about 31, 32, those, those hangovers started hurting a lot more. Those <laughs> those those Saturday yeah. night brawls, man. That next morning, the bruises lasted longer. You know, yeah. the, the, you know, and. You didn't so, even have to get hit in a fight. You were sore. Yeah, regardless. it was yeah. my side. But man, why, why is my side so sore? My arm. Yeah. You threw a lot of right hooks, man. Everything. Oh. <laughs> the, the, the fast twitch, uh, muscle fiber. Uh, your legs. Going rapid firing. And yeah, you know, your hips hurt. Your back hurts. Your neck hurts. It's just not. It doesn't pay to be an old guy and get into a fight. At least. And not get paid. <laughs> and not get paid. And not get paid. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and so he was already adjusting. You know, he'd come in, he only had six months, and fought him and did that what beat him, I think, beat him in the first one. But the, what, you know, what have you done for me lately mentality with the two knockdowns, that's all I remember people knocked about. And that's all Wilder really had was like, I was standing over you, he had the two knockdowns. He didn't do anything else the rest and of the fight. that was the reason why he repeated it so much was because that really was all he did have. And, and the rest of the fight really kind of belonged to Fury. I felt like he got robbed in the first yeah, fight. So I, I think so, too. I was glad to see him put him away this time. I am disappointed that Great Britain currently holds, like, seven. All of them. Yeah. Now, well, the Lineage, Ring Magazine, yeah. And, and so Ring the magazine. three that Fury just won and the ones that, that Joshua just he took back from Ruiz. Four, four of them. Four, yeah. So yeah. All so all major, all the major ones. WBO, IBF, WBA, WBC, WBC, the lineage. Yeah. The, new, the, ring the, the the ring magazine is the one that's the red, white, and blue. Yeah. And then the only one that Wilder or the only one that Fury had not won was the the green, the uh, yeah. I what's called the WBO. The green one. That's the one he just won. The WBO. Yeah. That was the only title. And that's another thing that I saw people talking like, where does Fury go from this? He's reached the pinnacle again, like he did before, except for he hadn't before. He hadn't won this belt. And now they'll say, oh, he, well, he won the belt. You know, what What? What are you going to do? I was like, I think he should unify again. I, I believe he which unified gonna, before, right? I think he which is going to lead to the belts being in the UK for even longer. Because if his next fight is Joshua's, those belts aren't going anywhere. You're gonna no stay there. No matter who yeah. wins, you know what I mean. And that all the and, and the, everybody's really crying for the Fury Joshua fight, which I I I could almost tell you the outcome. Fury's gonna win that. I, I would think that Fury has the advantage. Joshua is is a lot better 
than Wilder uh, as far as he can he can Box. hurt you with multiple hands. Uh, he throws punches from different angles. He's got better movement, obviously, than Wilder. He can box backing up. He just proved that with Ruiz. But uh, here's the thing. He can box moving forward. So I, I would like to see... A lot of that stuff's fight new to him, though. A lot of that stuff's new to him. Because he didn't know how to do that in the first Ruiz fight, and, he, and it, it showed. He lost. He didn't really know how to fight backing up. It's hard to fight against a guy like Fury, who game plans really well. And that's why Probably I think Fury's going to win. Probably one of the best win. heavyweights as far as game planning goes. Because I, I think one of the main reasons why Joshua beat Ruiz second time was because he used his height to an advantage. Right. He overhooked him, stopped the dirty boxing, kept the reach because he's got the long arms, kept him at bay. He doesn't have those. He don't have those tools against Fury. Against Fury's six nine. You know, Fury. But there are disadvantages that Fury <coughs> possesses, and he moves like a welterweight. He was for he had some uh, movement. He's awfully slow compared to Reese, hand speed wise, and and. Oh, I'm talking. Movement. I'm talking about his his ring movement and his, and his body movement. Yeah, he's a lot faster than his side. Than I mean, than Reese is. Uh, as oh, far as cutting off the ring, cutting no, the ring. I, I agree. But I don't, I don't want him to say cut off the ring. I think well, just movement. Yeah. His hand speed definitely no, nowhere near. Ruiz has got some for that size of a guy. Amazing hand speed. Yeah, you know, I would love to him to. I want him to come back strong and get into that talk. I want him to be able to. Because right now, excuse me, he really, he really is the only one that we can count on. He he beat one of those, you know. Nobody's beaten Fury. Wilder drew with him, which he shouldn't have. Nobody had beaten Joshua to Ruiz, and now they're one on one. I mean, guys like Big Baby. I mean, he got you know disqualified because of the drug use and right. the feds. But even before he already lost, Martin got knocked out by Joshua. Already. Gerald Washington, when the eliminator fight, he got knocked out by Martin. Yeah. Ruiz is almost the only one we can really rely on in the U.S. Aside from Wilder, who doesn't. You better hope he gets that big punch. Right. Because at least Ruiz has won already and gotten the belts back for a little while. I think he's really our only hope until somebody comes up. Yeah. Because he, he's got the package. I think he just had the wrong training and he got the curse of the hype man. He, oh, he, I agree with you too. He's got to be able to move around the ring. He's got to be able to cut if it's Joshua. Cut enough but not too to, much. Yeah, you know what I mean? And And... The thing is, is that no, I mean like cutting off the ring. Oh yeah, he's yeah. got to be able to, to to cut him off, or or it's just going to end up the, the same way the last one did. But or even, really the even only stop real, and say you come to me. Yeah, really the only real big contender that Joshua's beaten. I know that you respect him a lot more for his his uh, performance against Andrews, which leads to my point is the only real big contender that Anthony Joshua's beaten so far is Ruiz. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. One thing I will give Wilder, yeah. One thing I will give Wilder and Fury is neither one of those guys shies away from anybody. You know what I mean? Well, see, and I, I have gotten the the Wilder the has feeling ducked. with Wilder has ducked. He uh, has he's had a chance to unify, but he wouldn't take it. Now there's excuses uh, there's for yeah. I I think that was more also, Joshua ducking him though. <laughs> I, I I I think that Joshua. Was afraid to fight. Uh, okay, let me let me rewind, because I don't think any fighter is afraid to fight. You know what I mean? We, have, I think we, that, we did a podcast on I this think already. Joshua's camp is afraid to put him up against Wilder. You know what I mean? Well, I think so. I think there's a lot of influences st- pushing him in a in a different direction. They 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 had tried I think three different times, and the first time was Wilder backed out, and then second time was Joshua. And then I think the third time was they just couldn't agree on money. They couldn't agree who was going to get the, the split and all that. And then yeah. the, the TV ratings, where it was going to be, they couldn't come to that because it's Eddie Hearn and uh, who's who's the other guy? If you look at what the contractual obligations of those negotiations, they, it favors Joshua in such a huge That's way that Wilder has no way of... How could he possibly accept the fight? You know what yeah, I'm saying? he's a champ as well. But they're, right. they were weighing, well, we've got four to your only yeah. your two or one. I guess you could call it the, the... Did he have the Ring Magazine? No, the Ring Magazine was up for grabs. It was up for grabs, that's right. Yeah. He just had the one. So he just had, Which, to me, that one was is Yeah, but he had more longevity with that one. And that yeah. one is a good... Yeah, it's a pretty significant... Yeah. Some of the... I mean, that's the thing about boxing. It's got so many crazy IBF... 
the IBC root beer. You're like, what? It's, it's, <laughs> what yeah, where are these uh, belts coming from? Yeah, like I look through some boxers' records sometimes, and I see like the N A I B C W whatever, and you're like, huh? You're all trying to decipher what this means. Yeah, it's the North American International. You know what I mean? Yeah, North American. <laughs> How's it? I guess they're in Canada. I guess they're in Canada. It's international. <laughs> it's intramural. What? Intramural? And that was that was a thing I seen some people talking about. They were talking uh, comparing belts from boxing to MMA or UFC in particular. UFC's all in-house belts. Yeah. Basically, Dana White can make up a belt. Yeah. That's kind of what he did for the Masvidal uh, right uh, Diaz fight. Kind right. of the, what is it? The baddest man on the planet kind of thing. Yeah. Which to me, that's still Mike Tyson. <laughs> you <laughs> <I> know. <mean. laughs> and and uh, whereas you can't do that in boxing because you got so many different promoters. Yeah. Here's here's so many different that have you know the WBO. Even Ring Magazine's got their 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 belt. You got the lineage, which to me, like we talked about the lineage thing, like the most. That's 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 the one you beat the guy that beat the guy. That beat I'm the in complete guy. agreement with you about the lineal title. It, it, that's the one. that one to me is more significant than any of those other ones. You know what I mean? I I, I don't you put disrespect any of them. No, no I no. just tell. I always say they're you're not the true champion, and a lot of boxing fans feel this way too. Mm-hmm. You're not the true champion until if this guy is still fighting, if he even retires for a little bit and comes back, you're not the real champion until you beat that. And Fury even brought that up. He's like, he's you didn't beat nobody. You just took it when it was open. Right. You, I, he's like, I'm the one that beat Klitschko, which you know, and Klitschko took it from Lewis. And Lewis, Lewis took it from Tyson, right? Yeah. Or Holyfield. And the whole Holyfield took from Tyson. Holyfield took it from Tyson. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, I, I don't even know if there was if Tyson was holding a championship. Did Tyson was did, did, you know. Did don't remind me of that fight. I but that fight irritates me so. The much. head, the head not butter. To get too far, yeah. Not to get too far off of the Wilder Fury thing, but like, you know, when I watch replays of that fight, and I'll admit, yeah. after that fight, I thought, damn it, Tyson, why the would you bite his ear? Bite his ear. You know what I mean? And and. Even though I could see his frustration at the time, but the more I watch it and the more years go by, the more I absolve him for yeah, that because I, I go, dude, he tried telling that. you, he tried telling the ref, he tried telling your corner, and you would not listen. All Tyson was doing when he bit his ear, and and granted, get attention. He did bite his, bite his ear. He was just saying, he was sending a message. Look at my he face. He was saying, yeah. don't do that anymore. Because if you come in, because that was how Foreman was, or uh, Holyfield was tying Tyson up. He come tied in with his forward, head yeah. to tie him up. Well, then his heads, their heads are side by side. So, of course, Tyson's like, okay, maybe this will deter you. You know well, what I mean? You know, I think I told you my theory where I, I think what he was doing was he was trying to tell him. And, you know, like he's talking, when the clinch are talking. And I think it happened and he was so mad. It was, it was when he was trying to tell him, like, He's he like, just lost it. Yeah, maybe he doesn't I understand me. With, maybe he doesn't understand me with the mouthpiece. So he spit the mouthpiece out and just said, "Screw it," and took a bite. I don't and remember this, having this that. Yeah, I don't remember having that conversation with you. And I'd have to go back and watch highlights. But I could see it in Tyson's eyes after the first bite. I'll say, after the first bite, <laughs> I could see it in Tyson's eyes. That he it. was going to try to bite him again, and and he was and he, he was knew, even yeah. looking at him like. If, it, if you that, do it again, I'm going to do the same thing. I don't care about points anymore. And it was almost the next clinch. Headbutt. Yeah. You're like... Another one. Yeah. And he went after him and tried to bite him again. He's such... The, oh, my goodness. Yeah. We've had the conversation of, of boring fighters that are dirty yeah. in the dirty sense of, I'm going to headbutt you and, and do... Uh, look at Bernard Hopkins. I was about to bring him up. That's yeah. who... Holyfield and Hopkins, those guys. You know, I, I never... praised them, saying, oh, that's smart. They adjust. Yeah. Like the Joshua with the Ruiz, you know how it was a boring fight. They're like, well, that's just boxing. That's smart boxing. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. But it's, frustrating it's way more frustrating to see, like, Holyfield. I didn't mind Joshua's style so much where he was... Dude, you, he you lost because he, you know, he lost some weight. He ran away. Whatever you say, it doesn't matter. You lost the fight. Yeah, you shouldn't have gained weight. Yeah, you shouldn't have gained weight. Like yeah. people were saying, to stay at that weight because that was the yeah. you were in shape and great at that size. And I was never a fan of Mayweather style either. Yeah, but I give it way more respect than I do like a Bernard Hopkins or a Evander. Man, Hopkins. I almost consider him. I almost put him at the same level. It's just. Really? I, but I mean, I we talked about yeah. that comes from the old style of them putting a limit. It used to be you fight until somebody wins. 
Yeah. You know, here's, okay, round one, round two. Round 23 over. These guys are real warriors. They're still going at it. Right. How did you feel about uh, uh, the criticism that Mike Tyson and Floyd Mayweather Jr. got uh, for supporting Tyson Fury in this in, fight? And their own communities, essentially. And then yeah. for the, the, the lack of They American got a lot pride. of backlash from, from the black community for not supporting the and black fighter. And, and nationalism, too, for not supporting the American fighter. And... I, I think at the end of the day, that just goes back to them understanding boxing, and I think that they. Knew this is a good. This is this is their sport. Do. This is what they do. This is. They don't want to see somebody dirty it, and I think yeah. that's what a lot of people think of Wilder. Yeah. They're and they're like, you know what? This this, we know who can fight. If you're asking me who's gonna win, Fear is gonna win because he's a boxer. He knows how to fight, and a good smart boxer is gonna learn how to stop the one trick pony. Yeah. I mean. There's a another comparison is uh, Brennan Green against Shane Mosley. When Shane Mosley had just been crowned the best pound for pound fighter in the world, he beat De La Hoya in that another controversial win, a controversial decision. Yeah, he was considered the fastest puncher alive, and Vernon Forrest beat the brakes off him. Yeah, and it was like they said he was. Emery on the interview says they just said that he's the best pound for pound fighter, and I beat him. What does that make me then? Right. You know, he's like, he's like, you know, I can beat speed. Speed's easy to beat, and that's what boxers do. Boxers, if you're, if you're just yeah, great if you're at going speed, against a faster fighter, you, I can there are ways that. to beat them. Yeah, know, and time. if you're going against a guy who just has one big punch, there's ways to beat that. And I think they understood that because they're boxers. These guys were actual boxers. Even Mayweather, yeah. who I don't like, and I don't like his style, but he boxes. He knows how to box. He knows how. And to everybody box. always says, well, the art of boxing is not to get hit. The art of boxing is fighting. It's fighting. It's boxing. Yeah. You, you, you're going to have to get hit. You know, I mean, I can just get in a fight and just run around the ring the whole time and say, hey, that's boxing. I'm not trying to get hit. I know. Just because you have more stamina <laughs> and you're faster than the other guy, you could just. Just, yeah. Literally just, do, just turn do, tail and run. Just do juke moves, spin moves. And yeah, just. And we'll, have, we'll, we'll, we'll play some Benihana. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and. That's but, funny. but these guys are, they know boxing and they know that a guy like Fury is going to figure it out. Yeah. That's why you can't say, "Oh, you should go for Wilder because he's black." That's that's kind of racism, isn't it? It's kind of racist. <laughs> like, I like the reason why I went for Ruiz because you know he's Mexican, but also I think he was a better fighter than Joshua, and he proved it. In the first well, I, it's not just that; it's not about them being Mexican as far as their nationality or their ethnicity. You're a huge Gennady Golovkin fan yeah. because he's a Mexican style fighter. Yeah. So that's just your that's just the type of boxing that you favor. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with because this guy's Mexican. I yeah. was a fan of Ruiz too because I'm a fan of Mexican style. boxing. Yeah. I like Mexican. That boxing. that that forehead to forehead. Let's go. Yeah. That, and just, just grind like, oh, into man. each other until one until one I of you guys is done. If you I mean you look Corrales at Alice Castillo. That, Mickey Ward and Arturo Gotti. Arturo Gotti, amazing. A, a French Canadian and, and an Irishman. Italian. Irishman. Oh, was he French Canadian? Uh, Arturo Gotti. Arturo Gotti was Italian. <laughs> I think I think he is Italian heritage, but he was lived in or born in French Canada, in French Canada like oh. uh, Montreal, somewhere around there. Oh, you know, Mickey Ward, an Irishman who he Irishmen fight almost the same style as, as a Mexican style fighter. You know, right. they got that. Let's go. Let's let's do this. Right. You know, let's put up your dukes. Yeah. And and to your point, yeah, that's the style of fighting, you know, because I love the way John Gennady Golovkin fights. Yeah, and he's Kazakhstan. And you've gone for for him over every Mexican fighter that he's faced. So yeah, I, I, I know that it's, it's not racism with you. Yeah. It's just the style that you like is all. And you know, and I think uh, Tyson and, and and Mayweather, they when you ask who you think is going to win, who's when you say who's a better boxer. Tyson Fury, without a doubt. If you say who's a better puncher, you almost got that's that's like, hey, that's that's what do you mean by better puncher? Who's got more power? I would say Wilder. And and with one particular with punch. one punch, with one yeah, because yeah. there was a guy uh, I was watching on YouTube, and he was like, you know, Wilder's the the better puncher, and I was and I put he's not even the better puncher. He has a he has a better punch, one type, and the guy goes, hey. I just read the comments. I I, I stand corrected, and he oh, called okay. me out and said, "Yeah, he's right. You know, he right. he has a better punch. He has that right that yeah. just is devastating. You know? Right. I still wouldn't even call it the hardest punch in boxing ever. 
No, you, I, that's that's ridiculous to yeah. say that. I mean, Tyson was up there. I mean, if you even go down into... Uh, and you got to give a guy respect that can, that can knock you out from with both hands from any angle. Yeah, yeah, the way when guys would say, like, I threw, I threw my right cross, and then next thing I know, he was gone, and I was on the canvas. I, he just disappeared, not knowing that he had spun around and hit him from the side, because... He had great angles. I haven't seen, yeah, I haven't seen highlights of every one of Deontay Wilder's fights, but I've seen highlights of a lot of them, and I don't think I've ever seen him knock a guy out with anything other than that. I think the there was one he talked about. It was a devastating one. It was against a guy. It was it was kind of it was it was I don't know. It was weird. He was talking about the fight. It was his best knockout because he compared it to the to Rocky. Because he, he was like, it was like Rocky Ford, you know, the guy was Polish and, and so all the Polish people were there cheering, you know, uh, against me, which I don't really think it was to that extent, <laughs> you know, but he had knocked the guy out. The guy was, the guy was aggressive and was coming at him, but the guy would leave his left open. So when he was coming in with the right, Wilder was just throwing his haymaker and he came in, the guy came in and he... I can't believe it. I think I think he just nearly missed him, but he had dropped his left, uh-huh. and so it was. He, Wilder was going for his haymaker, but it looked like a short, quick punch uh-huh. because the guy was coming in already, and he caught him. He caught him about midway, so he didn't catch the full power. But this is one of the things I'm like, from that Wilder. So it was still learned. his right hand. But it was still his right hand. It was a. It was but a it wasn't from tight the long. hook as opposed to as opposed to like a long hook. Yeah. To, to where he does the crow hop and comes at you yeah. like telegraphing the heck out of it. Yeah. You know, like, and I was like, he should have learned from that. Like, oh man, I caught this. I, I caught this guy who was a little off balance as he was throwing a punch, and I didn't even hit him with the full force. I caught him halfway through, so I took a little bit of the power off. And it just devastated the guy. The guy was, you know, he was out, like, with his eyes open. Huh. Like, it was bad. And yeah. he did the, the stiff, you know, he was stiff and up. Oof, yeah. You know, it was a bad knockout. And it's I was scary. like, very scary, you know. But that should have told him, like, if I can catch a guy before he catches me, even with just a good stiff jab, that's going to hurt the guy. Right. But it did, that didn't click. And it didn't click in his in his corner to be like, look, look, look how you hit him. It wasn't yeah. your, your usual punch. You caught him a little differently, but because he was throwing a punch, because he was off balance, you hurt him horribly. Right. He was bad. He, if he had learned something this, from this, that, some he could have is... done you know yeah. better against Tyson. He could have realized, while Tyson's coming, I could throw a jab in his face and maybe get hurt him. But we saw that opposite happen. Too. Some was... of this stuff is rudimentary stuff, and I've caught myself a lot of times watching Wilder fight especially in both the fury fights where i go you know I, why are you not doing this you yeah know I mean? you, get, you almost get mad you yeah. get angry like all dude. i know is that if you're backing up in a fight your jab output should be twice what the guy chasing you is yeah it should be very high yeah you should be doubling it up feigning up everything i think we said that before already like why are you not and that's that's how critical that one punch was. Right. More critical than his his haymaker. That goes to tell you that everybody on ESPN that oh all he's got to do is land. Well, what do you do when you can't land it? Right. He found that out. He, all he could do was lose. Yeah. And that's the and Tyson Fury said what he was going to do and basically came in and executed it yeah. perfectly and stuck with it the whole way and and basically took away Wilder's right hand by backing him up and Wilder can't yes. throw that right hand with the same amount of can't power. Get his back foot. Right. It's so it's so amazing how Tyson did what he was gonna do, Fury. Just he told him his game plan. Yeah. If you'd been like if you wouldn't have been blinded by your own success, by the people telling you, hey it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just do what you do, bro. All you gotta do is you need two seconds to land that fight. It's all you need. It's all you need. If he just cut that bullshit out and realize he just told me exactly what he was gonna do. Let's plan for that. How do I beat that? Yeah. I'm not gonna not instead of just being like, oh, okay, do that all you want. I'm just gonna throw it right and crash. And he hit him twice with it, and not even at full power. There was only one that was clean. I think that's the one that caused the bruise on his on his right on the side of his head. And he just kind of backed out. Was like, all right, came right back at him. And he, I don't think he ever threw it again, let alone landed. 
You know, it was just... If anything, Wilder needs to promote the guy who threw in the towel. Instead of firing him? Instead of firing him. Because, to me, that's the biggest missing part of his camp. Is that, that critic, the one guy to, to say, look, you know what I mean? Kind of bring him back down to earth or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. You know, he's not getting any younger. So, I don't know if uh, if he has the... The ability to, to to humble himself and and come back and, and even the will fine tune some of those other aspects of the game and and really you know make a big big run at it again. I could see him coming back lighter uh, next time. You mentioned yeah. to me that he was heavier in this fight and two thirty one, which right. came in at, which that makes a big difference. People say, oh, well, he'll be stronger. He'll be slower. He's his stamina is not going to be nearly as good because he's yeah. packing not only his weight, but when you got a smart fighter like Fury who's going to do what heavyweight, smart heavyweights do, lean on you. When you've got a big right hand like that, there's nothing wrong with sticking that glove out there in Fury's face too, you know what I mean? And and if you keep Fury's vision somewhat blocked to a degree... Well, you can't hold that. That's, what is that called? Uh, it's called something, but because there's guys that, that do that, they'll put... Because they try to get their... Uh, not the timing, but the well, you're just judging distance. the distance. Yeah, you know what I mean. But there's they they'll call they call it something if you if you you have well, a certain amount of time. They don't call it very often because I see it happen all the time, and it's a smart way to box. You know yeah. what I mean? There's, but you know you got to kind of block their view a little bit. And guys that have a real big it's defense be block like their a, own views. But Tyson Fury doesn't hold his gloves that high, so you kind of almost have to block it for him. You know what I mean? And that slows him down moving forward too, and that sets up your distance and. You know, I didn't see him doing any of that, dude. No. It's, it was crazy. Which I, Wilder I, has I, been I known to do myself, that. He has been known to put yeah. his hand out. But I find myself even hollering at the at the TV, even though I'm not a fan of Wilder's. I find myself still hollering at, boxing, at the yeah. TV and going, "Come on, what? What's I'm so hard see a good to understand fight. Yeah, about this? Like, do this, and yeah. it'll it'll change the game completely." Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what separates a casual. You know, just yeah. I watch boxing every now and then. Versus somebody who knows boxing, ins and outs, intricate styles, and strategies. Did Fury have the reach on Wilder in this fight? I don't remember. Yeah, oh, yeah, he reach. did have the reach. I think he has, he has two inches in height, and I think he had an inch and a half uh, reach. That makes maybe, it a little maybe, tougher to maybe just two inches. hold your glove out there. On, on but the I mean, even right. then, you could just hide it behind a jab, and that's yeah. doing two things for you, you know? There yeah. was... Oh, I forgot there was something I was going to say about the weight... It was good. I forgot it. That's the bad thing about when you get in a roll. You, you just forget stuff. Yeah. My memory's horrible. But it was just... Oh, I know what it was. The, the I was right around the 6th when uh, Wilder was actually really hurt and they weren't, they weren't sure it was going to go. I was still a little scared because he has that devastating right. And the way Fury was coming in... Did you see how low his left hand was? Like, he was, like, enticing him, basically. Yeah, he was like, throw that, throw, the, throw that throw right. right. And I was kind of like, hey, he can still knock you out. And the crazy thing is, I was even getting frustrated with Fury, too, because Fury was ducking the right, going in toward Wilder the same way he got knocked down uh-huh. in the 12th round of the first fight. And I just kind of thought to myself, I thought he would have made a little bit of an adjustment there, too, and he didn't. I think he knew that the power wasn't, the power is there, but to him, he felt there was not enough power to knock him out. Yeah. Which, you can't... That's kind of... Most well, that's a good point, because he caught him a couple of times and didn't yeah. knock him out. Maybe maybe Fury came back and said, you know what, I did get knocked down by his punch, but I realized now it was really sort of superficial. I, I guess maybe I really didn't have to go down. If he catches me with that again, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be... That 12th, I think that 12th one may have been... Stamina too. You got, like I said, you know, he's only he's six months tired. back in the gym, and it was a really good punch, and it was hard and devastating. Yeah. But it, but it actually, you know, we say it was hard, devastating, but it wasn't because yeah. he popped back up. But when you, not only, and, 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 yeah. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I said not only did he pop back up, but he he danced. He yeah. did a little dance to the left, little dance when he said move left, right. He did a little, and then run he, over there and then come back to me. Uh, yeah. And then and then he. <laughs> Went right back at him, and he was even better. Yeah. After you know, he was. I mean, it was. It was just amazing seeing Wilder's face. Like this guy got up. You could see the the look of like 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, what do I do? I just hit him with the hardest shot. And that was a thing that was brought up in all the talking points. But he, like I said, he got better. I mean, I think it was you telling me that said, he said something while he was laying there. It clicked in his mind. Like, I know how to beat this guy. Yeah. You know, like, and, and, and he sort of picked up where he left off uh, in this fight or whatever, in the t- from where he left off in the 12th round, and then, realizing that, he, you know, he needed to push him back and keep him on his back foot. Which, so. I, that's why I think championship fights like these need to go 15 rounds. Right. I think if they went to 15, I think Fury wins. I think, yeah. I think he not only wins on scorecard, I think he had, a, I think he probably, the way he was going at the end of the 12th, and he carried that to like to say the 13th, 14th, and 15th round. Yeah. I think he actually knocks probably knocks Wilder, Wilder out. out. Yeah, I think he takes him out. Yeah, or at least drops him to, to at least nullify one of his knockdowns. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's why I think they need to go back to 15 round championship fights. I mean, it, that's the same as you know, five minute championship. You know, five rounds and the MMA for the champ. They do three rounders, five minutes, but you do a championship. It's 50, you know, that's five minute. Five rounds, that's 25 minutes. Yeah. You know, I mean, 15 at three is what, that's only, what, 45 minutes? Yeah. I mean, they say that, yeah, that's a long time, but I think it changes the sport up a lot. I would like to see, at least implement, like, let's, let's, let's at least experiment with it. A couple of, you know, get the fighters, if they can agree with it, hey, we want to try something, we want to try to go to 15, would you guys be okay with it to go to 15 rounds? You know, I, don't, I, think, I can't imagine any big name fighters saying agreeing to that. I, I'll, I'll, unless that, that gave him some sort of an advantage, but I don't know. Or even they would be like, "Hey, we're gonna go 15, but that's gonna up your purse." Maybe you yeah. know, like, hey, they, you, you don't can, think it would be more dangerous? I don't. Oh, well, I there, there, there's the always a level. Statistically speaking, I wonder what the amount of because people still buy in, uh, die in boxing on a Yeah, basis. I was going to say, there's, there's always a level of danger. But I wonder what, right. statistically speaking, like permanent injury and death. 13, between, yeah. from 15. Between 15 and 12 rounds. Those three rounds, they, I mean, you can make the argument, well, the way boxers are training now, isn't that kind of the same as 10, 11, 12? I think, it, I think that you would not be able to do that, 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 uh. Especially you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to pull the numbers off of it because you just mentioned something right now that rung a bell in my head. If 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 you just look at the amount of rounds and then compare the amount of serious injuries or deaths in boxing, you're not factoring in the fact that back then they used to fight a lot more too. Yeah, they now fought. if you're a championship fighter, you might fight once every two years or something. You Which know that's I mean? why I think 15 or certain it wouldn't be too big of a deal. Right. Because if they're going 15 point. rounds, yeah, you're doing 15 rounds six times in a year. Yeah, that okay, takes that a toll. Gets, yeah. yeah, it takes its toll big time. But if you're doing it you're talking in about February and September. minutes of, of actual fight fighting, you know what I mean? <laughs> in oh, a year. Uh, Which that, that, every minute that you fight is a, is a minute off your life, you know what I mean? Yeah. In boxing terms, it's yeah, probably it is. more I mean, than that. They say that every at some point it's gonna be beat out of you. They just don't. It's just a matter of when. Like some fighters not, don't realize it and they go too far. Melvin Taylor. Yeah, and some fighters don't realize when they're done. Uh, Vanderlei Silva was one of my oh, favorite MMA yeah. fighters of all time, and amazing fighter. It was disappointing to see him keep on going with a career that when was came, obviously. It was when he came to the UFC. It yeah. kind of. And he wasn't that old, and he wasn't that old in his career. He didn't have that long of a career, but he was old in amount of punches eaten. Yeah, because he was like a Mexican style fighter. Yeah, exactly. He was like, I'll, I'll take three shots to land my to good land one. Him. Yeah, he was. He was such an. I love watching that guy fight. I love watching him in Pride. Pride. I think yeah. he had. He had so much more to do. He he, he well, wasn't restricted because cool they had like tournament styles where you would fight, where he would fight even heavyweights and stuff. Which yeah, is and you would de- cool. and devastate him. Yeah, I, man, when he was just—I mean, Rampage Jackson was what two feet taller than him, yeah. <laughs> and like outweighed him by a hundred pounds. So, I mean, <laughs> obviously not like that. But I mean, when you look at them, you're like, oh my god, Rampage. Should... Fighters than that. I think Mark Hunt was one. Of the yeah, guys, one guy, another guy he beat up. Devastating uh, Samoan. Yeah, beat Mirko Krokop I think by points. I can't remember before he got knocked out by Mirko Krokop Which is at the time Mirko Krokop was just. Unbeatable. Oh, yeah, he was running through everybody. Yeah. Right? yeah. Until he met Vanderlei Silva and uh, 
Fedor Marinenko. Marinenko, yeah. That's in my opinion the best Fedor, fighter. Fedor is just in the history of MMA. Yeah. And he doesn't even like. That's the kind of guy that like when they tell you like, when keeping it real goes wrong, he's the kind of guy <laughs> that you're gonna run into like, oh, I'm a badass. Yeah. And because he, he doesn't look like a fighter, he looks like just a regular Joe in the bar. Oh yeah. And you're like, I'm gonna keep it real. Next thing you know, oh, he's got you're in the ambulance. <laughs> yeah. He's got the whole package. That guy's he's got the brain for it. He's got the strength. He's got the toughness. Oh, he's got the grit. He's got the desire. I mean, he's every, he's five of your favorite fighters all in balled one. up into one, man. Just amazing, yeah. I love watching his highlights. Oh, dude, that, fight, that highlight against Krokop, his strategy against Krokop, how he used all three defenses, the the leg lift, the leg, or the leg check, the, the duck his head, the parry, parry yeah. all in one. I was just like, and then to wait and wait, let him keep, let him keep doing it, let him, basically. And then counter with a left Yeah, he, he, yeah. he didn't do it too early because he wants him to get, basically complacent about his kick okay he, he right. boom boom there it is and just hit it and to take a shot like that on your tiptoes where you can't Ooh, yeah it was I'm, ugly anybody else i think has a broken ankle or yeah. torn ligaments at least well, and they he, showed that replay in slow motion and the I way his thought, ankle rolled uh, I, I almost think he started the break that happened against gabriel gonzaga later on in, in uh, yeah, yeah. like he weakened that ligament just enough that when uh, you, when Gabriel Gonzaga head kicked him, yeah. he freaking snapped his ankle. That's it. Yeah, it's done. Uh, but man, it's just I think that we so, go fifteen rounds. I think that because uh, especially the way they fight. I mean, some of these guys like like uh, El Vaquero, the Navar- the I can't say the guy's name, uh, Navarrete Junior. Oh, that fought on the undercard. Fought, yeah. fought on the undercard. He was a he's a junior featherweight who. He keeps in shape by fighting. I think it was a it was a thirty first win, twenty seventh knockout. He had they they said it in the fight too during the battle. Like he had he has one of the what they call it a rarity rarity something under his belt. I forgot what he said. Mm-hmm. But basically, he defended the title, then got a call to fight on another card four weeks later. Turned around and defended it four weeks later and oh, won. Wow, yeah. Like which is. In today's day and age, that's unheard of. Back yeah, they just in the nineties and eighties, that's just that's just regular boxing. And before that, yeah, it was just if, yeah. If you look at Tyson's fights, I mean, some of them are like, did he just fight at the beginning of November? And then I think there was one. It was November first or second, and the way the month landed, the 29th or thirtieth landed on a Saturday as well. So he actually almost had two fights in a month. Yeah, I was just like, what? Chavez the same way. Yeah. So I, I'm a proponent for for them going to 15 rounds, especially the way they fight this. It'd be interesting to see that. Especially a fight of this magnitude, a Wilder Fury 15 rounds yeah. or a Fury uh, Joshua 15 rounds. You know? But I think there's just so much on this these, these battle. I mean, it's hard to get it all in one. I think we have to do a part two to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway... Thanks a lot, ladies and gentlemen, for listening in. Uh, we always appreciate it. But uh, we'll see you next time. This is Dos Pistoleros Podcast. I'm Ramon Chabron. And this is Boots. Signing out. So we'll see you guys later. Adios. Amigos. <laughs>